everybody gather near the doctors in the house. So lend them your ears. The things you can say might even make your day. It might even help your pain go away. The doctor is in the house. The doctor is Dr. Ron Unfiltered, Uncensored, <clears throat> with a little bit of raspy voice from this Sahara dust that's been plaguing uh, Florida and I guess other parts of the country. But we'll get through this and uh, welcome aboard and thanks for tuning in and thanks for telling your friends, I guess, because we are one of the highest rated uh, health uh, shows in Southwest Florida. So, ladies and gentlemen, this program contains general medical information. The medical information heard on this program is not advice and should not be treated as such. You are encouraged to confirm any information obtained from this program with other sources and review all information regarding any medical condition or treatment with your physician. And as I do, I do welcome you with an attitude of gratitude. When you become more aware and appreciative of the good things that either you or other people, it's usually easy easier to accept the favorable things. So expressing gratitude for your own strengths, accomplishments, relationships, your mentors, your good intentions make it easier to cope with harder times and weaknesses. The same can be said for how you appreciate others. So gratitude and compassion play off one another because they both recognize that things or people are usually never black or white, but somewhere in the middle, and always changing. Studies have found that gratitude and spiritual well-being are related to better mood, better sleep, less fatigue, and more self-efficacy through decreased stress. So decrease when you like to have less stress, be in a better mood, sleep better, and have more energy, practice an attitude of gratitude. Which goes along with what we've been talking for years, and that you have to be the CEO of your own body. You have to take control of your body. You have the right to ask questions. You have the right to get answers before you allow anything done to your body. 
So we're living through some troubling times, but when you see all these numbers coming out, it reminded me of a quote from Einstein. He said, not everything that counts can be counted, and not everything that can be counted counts. So these numbers are definitely driving everyone, including me, crazy. Because this whole, our world is changing, right? We have a lot of fear and uncertainty. We're disconnected from our normal routines and our families and our friends. So this is the time, ladies and gentlemen, to turn to self-care. How we love and care for ourselves, how we love each other. Because it not only impacts disease, but it makes us more resilient especially to depression, anxiety, and sleep issues. So self-care may be the true health care. Okay, so let's, let's use this time because life is a gift. The way you live your life is your gift to those who come after. So ladies and gentlemen, make it a fantastic life. All right, so... You didn't, you're not listening to hear all these quotations, but, you know, we have to have a philosophy of life. And we did learn something from this pandemic. And we're seeing some effects, some, and some efforts being made to understand it. And to understand this pandemic as part of a larger context, for example, it is why we understood that people with one or more serious comorbidities and particularly vulnerable or particularly vulnerable to the virus, right? People have diabetes, hypertension, et cetera, and are elderly are more prone to this virus. Both Wuhan and Northern Italy, however, have, listen to this, have a significant air pollution problem which damages lung tissue and makes for a poorer outcome with respiratory viruses. And that's what the coronavirus is. There's a high rate of cigarette smoking in men who live in these countries. One study raises the question of whether the flu shot may, may make people more vulnerable to the coronavirus. Dr. Zach Bush, the USH, out of California, he points out that the heavy use of glyphosate, glyphosate is Roundup, in China's Hubei province could have given rise to a viral problem due to the subsequent massive destabilization of the soil microbiome. How about that? I could also tell you that glyphosate is also in the exhaust of many uh, airplanes near if you live near an airport because they use biodiesel fuels and they use uh, glyphosate products like corn to make that fuel. And you know we also found out that Americans tend to have a lot of chronic diseases and uh more, more than any of the other nations, it's sad to say. And we take a lot of drugs. And some people, and I'm not going to get into that today, speculate on the effects that 5G has had on this uh, virus. So today we were going to talk about our immune system, and we'll get a little bit of that. But I'm waiting for Dr. Pelton and... Uh, you know, last time he was on, he made available to our listeners the, an ebook on nutrient drug interactions. Boy, what a success that was. I, his servers were really busy. You know, he's the one, uh, he's called the, I think he goes by uh, 
naturalpharmacist.com, Dr. Pelton. Anyway, he, he's really an expert on drug-nutrient interactions. In other words, if you're taking a vitamin drug, how does it, how does it affect one another? Not too many people about that. Not too many people except can tell you the five or six medications that deplete CoQ10, which is so necessary for our mitochondria. So uh, we'll have Dr. Pelton on hopefully next week. And then the following week, we'll have a dentist on who will talk about oral health and how it relates to your whole body health. Because uh, maybe a lot of this stuff is not all in our heads. And we'll talk about root canals and different metals that we're, being, that we're placing in our bodies. But I have to, you have to indulge me just to go through Frank Starling's law. Last week, we, we, when we were speaking with Professor Peskin, what, what a great show that was. Oh, we had a lot of listens on that one, so thank you. You know, no, no one who has taken essential fatty acids has been, that he knows of, died from this coronavirus. And, we, you know, he's an engineer from MIT. So I, I was going to talk about Frank Starling Law last week, but he's the engineer. But here's a way I interpret this law. It's a... This is a law that refers to the heart. And it says the more blood that enters into the heart, the harder and more vigorously the heart contracts, and therefore the more blood is ejected from the heart. So in other words, more more into the heart, more out of the heart, right? More in, more out. So let's, let's take this metaphor to another level. So one way we can translate this is how much is going into your heart emotionally these days? Are you watching endless news cycles about the troubles of the world, about the virus and everything else, and complaining about those things? Or are you figuring out who you are and what makes you happy and finding solutions? If Frank Starling works emotionally in your heart the same way it works in the blood, if there's some way we could put more good into our hearts, therefore getting more good out of our hearts, just a thought. And, then, and just plainly looking at Frank Starling Law is the more you put in just about of anything, the more you get out of it. We're talking about education, relationships, parenting, gardening, marriage. The more you put into things, generally speaking, the more you get out of them. So we have to start while we have this time to reflect what areas of our life do you, we feel like we are not getting enough out of. And uh, maybe we should be putting more into it. Okay, so what's been going on? Well, I'm not going to talk too much about the coronavirus because, you know, we get enough of that, and a lot of it is just crazy. It really is crazy. I don't, I don't even want to go into it. But right now we have allergy season, right? Who's not having allergy problems? More people are more miserable for more of the year, and especially right now when this summer. Okay, so what does the big pharmaceutical companies do? They, 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 they love this because now they can push more and more drugs on us. Let me just give you the scoop on one drug that I've been reading about. Uh, and you really, I don't know that you'll hear this any other place because even though the FDA has issued a warning on this drug, I haven't heard it uh, reported or I haven't read it any place. 
So earlier this year, AccuWeather warned that the 2020 allergy season would start sooner and last longer. Worse yet, folks who have grass allergies in particular will face a long and severe season into the summer, they said. It's not just grass. The rest are worse than ever, too. In some parts of the country, ragweed season is now 25 days longer than it used to be. You believe that was bad enough when it, when it was just a, a month or to, to the first frost. So that explosion of allergies led to an explosive market for medications, but not just for antihistamines. And remember, we did a lot of shows on antihistamines and dementia, so we may have to, re, uh, to re, revisit that. But more than 30 million Americans now take a prescription-based anti-inflammatory drug. I'll give you the trade name. It's called Singular. But the FDA has a frightening alert for you, you, all you to take that. Turns out the price of a breath of fresh, mucus-free air could be suicide. Do you know... Have you heard, if you're taking Singular, FDA has added a black box over this risk, and they're telling docs to stop giving it so quickly and easily, and now say that the drug shouldn't be a first option, especially for people with allergies, especially for people who only have mild symptoms. Wow, probably should never have been used as a first place drug anyway. And this risk isn't new. This drug has a long and scary history of doing weird things to your brain and not just causing suicidal thoughts and actions. It can lead to depression, aggression, nightmares, headaches, and severe neuropsychiatric symptoms. Singular. I don't see it. It's a black box warning. It means it's serious. Am I crazy? Do you need any of that stuff? Okay. So you have to talk with your physician. You know, ask them maybe how you can tweak your diet, purify your air, load up on vitamin C. You may not like you for it, but... You know, you have to have that conversation. Singular, a black box warning that I have not heard anybody talk about. And how about, are we anybody afraid of bleeding from your brain? You're doing everything right. You're keeping your blood, blood flowing freely and easily through your body. You've, you have blood clots? No, I don't have blood clots. I'm taking blood thinners. Cholesterol is blocking up your arteries. Ah, don't have to worry about that. I'm taking statins. But ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you, you're not in the clear. And not by a long shot. And here's another scary new warning that I'm not hearing any place uh, but a few of the uh, health shows on the uh, podcasting circuit. If you're taking an anticoagulant or a cholesterol-lowering drug, Here's what you could be up against. A study published in the Journal of American Medical Association Neurology, JAMA Neurology, just blew the lid off a dark secret that big pharmaceutical companies in the mainstream didn't want you to find out about. 
It's blowing my mind. It's almost giving me a brain bleed. It has to do with how common a certain type of brain bleed has become over the last few decades and why. And what are they talking about? An ICH, an intracerebral hemorrhage, potentially a lethal stroke. Between 2000 and 2016, the incidence of ICH tripled from the rates recorded for between 1948 and 1986. In folks 85 or older, it increased sevenfold. This isn't for a lack of quality medical care. In fact, the participants in the Framingham Heart Study got everything the mainstream had to offer them. But one of those things, unfortunately, was drugs. And research done years before has shown that very low LDL cholesterol numbers are associated with a higher risk of ICH, intracerebral hemorrhage. Did your doctor tell you that your LDL can never be too low? Tell them to look up JAMA Neurology. Because, you know, LDL was reportedly or is reported to be the bad guy, the bad kind of cholesterol. And most doctors say, you know, if it's high, lower it. If it's low, higher it. But you don't want low LDL. The use of cholesterol-lowering statins, the only way to get LDL numbers at rock-bottom levels, was linked to a higher incidence of deep intracerebral hemorrhage or bleeds occurring in the innermost portions of the brain. That's that's the area is called the basal ganglia. That controls your motor function and your thalamus, which acts as a relay center for the for your sensory signals, for for light, sound, whatever that comes into your into your through your eyes or ears. I don't think you want to mess with that, do you? You could be if you lived severely disabled. So science is. is says otherwise, huh? Blood thinners may beat back ischemic throat caused by a clot blockage, but those drugs are actually associated with a higher risk of hemorrhagic stroke. In 2018, a study found that intracerebral hemorrhage patients who had previously used certain anticoagulant meds were more likely to die in the hospital. Now, look, your blood pressure numbers, your cholesterol levels, they might be just fine where they are. Be the CEO again. Find a physician who can look at your overall health instead of playing a numbers game. Like I said, you know, a pill for every ill. If a number is high, we'll lower it. If it's low, higher it. And the normal values are not optimal values. Please remember that. When we talked about vitamin D a few weeks ago. I'll talk to you a little bit about that in a second. Anything around 30 or 40, your doctor would normally say, that's, that's okay. But it's not optimal. Optimal is between 60 and 80. Okay, there's a big difference. They, when they, when the algorithm they use to get the so-called normal values for, for blood, te- blood uh, uh, testing. It's all done on sick people. And it's all done on a curve. It's like, you know, size 13 shoe fits everybody. It doesn't. 
If your blood pressure, your cholesterol need help getting into the op- uh, optimal range, you know, you, you might want to look to ask your physician, your healthcare provider, is there something that I can do naturally to prevent, to help a better blood flow and circulation? Yeah, maybe can I take CoQ10? I'm not saying that's the answer, but, you know, that, that might be one of the answers. So you want a quality maker, quality drug maker. You want to be able to talk to your physician about things like that. Okay, so I was going to tell you about a study that just came out uh, out of Singapore. But the reason I'm going to tell you about it is because it was done in collaboration with Duke University. And remember these initials, D, M, uh, no, I'm sorry, BMD. That's what I want you to remember. BMD or DMB. Make up your mind. <laughs> the D stands for vitamin D. The M stands for magnesium and the B for B12. The title of the study was Vitamin B12, D, and Magnesium Supplementation Reduce the Severity of COVID-19 in Older Patients. And who of us is not older anymore? By age, anyway. We don't think we are biologically, but we're getting up there. And not to go into the study, it wasn't a big study. It's not a definitive study. Let me get that right off the front so I don't get criticized. It definitely has to be uh, another bigger study to see if these results uh, can be replicated. But Clinical deterioration in the hospital was severely reduced in patients who had adequate and optimal levels of vitamin D, magnesium, and B12. The investigators stated, quote, COVID-19 is a multi-organ phenomenon, and it is becoming evident that appropriate systemic inflammatory control is necessary for overall survival benefit. So they call, like we did a couple weeks ago, vitamin D and a modulo immunomodulary agent. I mean, it helps your immunity. And they, they, Report like I reported to you a couple weeks ago that has a protective effect in your respiratory tract. And as I reported, magnesium enhances the effect of vitamin D. And they they use B12 because it helps your gut microbiota. And and those of you who have listened to a long time, you know that up to 80% of your immune system is in your gut. And you need a healthy gut bacteria. I mean, there, there is more DNA in our bodies from bacteria and viruses than we have uh, in our own cells. So we do have a symbiotic relationship with these bugs. So these researchers remarked that D as in vitamin D, M as magnesium, B as in B12 was an attractive alternate strategy before an effective vaccine comes along. It was published in MEDRXIV. Okay, like I said, it was a small study, and it was done between the 15th of January and the 15th of April of this year. Uh, keep it in mind, I mean, you know, as, as, as caregivers and as people who give advice, we always try and weigh the benefits against the risks. 
There, I, I don't see any risks in taking vitamin D, B12, or magnesium. Most of us are probably deficient in magnesium anyway. And we all can use a better functioning gut microbiome. You know, and that's when the dentist comes over, we're going to talk about the oral microbiome. That's important, the different bugs in our mouth. The skin microbiome. That's why using too many hand sanitizers, okay, can disrupt uh, the, the, the normal microbiome and maybe make some, some germs be able to get through your skin. We want to talk about that. So there were no adverse effects in this study. And, uh, of course, the, the, the researchers rightfully said that, you know, it should be repeated again. And uh, it's awful. These studies are done under difficult circumstances. Uh, but the, the results look promising. Okay, so you know what? I want to just see if I can come up with. Uh, there was a study, FDA. Here it is. Here, I bet you didn't hear this. The FDA advises consumers not to use hand sanitizer products manufactured by Esco Biochem, E S K B I O C H E M. The FDA is alerting consumers of Saniderm products and UVT inks. Voluntary recall of Saniderm Advanced Hand Sanitizer. Okay, I mean, did you hear about this? Made in Mexico. Okay. They're lot number 0530 with an expiration date of 04 of 22. And Saniderm Products, lot number 53131626. Five three one three one six two six, manufactured April first of twenty twenty. They have methanol in them. Those of you that were raised in the city know that's uh, that's what the alcoholics used used to drink, right? When they couldn't get alcohol, they would get methanol and kill themselves. It's toxic, toxic when ingested. But guess what? It's toxic when absorbed through the skin. You know, your skin is the largest organ, right, ladies and gentlemen? The skin is your largest organ. And we have, you know, things we put on our skin, we think just stay there. No, they're absorbed. They get into us. And those of you who have been with me a long time know about all the chemicals that are used in fragrances and soaps and uh, whatever you put on your skin and how they can affect our hormone system. So anyway, getting back to this. So please uh, watch out for hand sanitizers made in Mexico by S Biochem E S K B I O C H E M. If you've used them, you probably should have some uh, toxic blood studies done. Okay, but I don't recommend people to use. And I haven't been since the beginning of this uh, pandemic that you use hand sanitizers only as a last resort because of what it does to the skin microbiome. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, uh, just a couple more things. You know, I'm very fortunate uh, to to live in Southwest Florida. I can get to the beach. And it's something that I don't talk enough about. it's grounding. I do talk a lot about about talk a lot about inflammation since that is the 
the basis of most chronic diseases. And God knows that Americans have more chronic diseases than uh, anybody else in the world. So are we the healthiest? Absolutely not. That's why we rank nearly last, right? Chronic diseases. Statistics issued by the Center for Disease Control. Well, you know, everybody knows what they are now, CDC. Rank chronic disease as the leading cause of death and disability in the United States today. According to the CDC, seven out of every 10 deaths are caused by chronic diseases. And an astounding 75% of our annual health care expenditures is directed at managing this ever-expanding epidemic from the CDC, ladies and gentlemen. So what do we have to do so we don't pop pills our whole life? Because our body is inherently defective, in my opinion. And it's never destined to be, it was never destined to be broken down beyond repair. So in coming weeks and months, I mean, there's so much to talk about. I mean, we have to talk about how do we repair? How do we regenerate? What do we do? Diet, exercise, pure water, pure air. I mean, it all can be done. We just have to have an understanding of what we're doing to ourselves. Okay. We can go a long way in treating chronic diseases. So back... Less I diverse here. Grounding. It's something we've talked about, but not enough. And I'm always impressed when I see Dr. Stephen Sinatra, who was an interventional cardiologist. How, you know, he just said, you know, I'm tired of putting stents in everybody. I'm not really helping them. I'm only doing Band-Aids. Now he really started studying how to do things more naturally. And here's what he says. In simple terms, grounding is literally putting your bare feet on the ground. When you do that, you're in contact with the earth and Mother Earth is is endowed with electrons. And these electrons are literally absorbed through your feet. He says it's like taking a handful of antioxidants, but you're getting it through your feet. You know, and as kids and as adults, you know, don't we really feel good when we can get our bare feet on that sand? Remember as kids, they we bury each other and we feel so great. We just want to sleep there. That's where we're getting the earth's electrons into our body. Grounding means connecting to the earth to support specific functions of organs in your body. It supports the body as a whole, but it specifically supports organ systems down to tissue level and cellular level of the entire body. You know, we have so many in synthetic materials that we're wearing every day and synthetic soles in our shoes, isolating ourselves from the earth. We're insulating ourselves and isolating ourselves. And how many of us that are not blessed with living in a warm climate Spend their entire days from sun up to sand down without being grounded. That's not natural. We depend on the earth to survive, ladies and gentlemen. And when we come become disconnected from it and separate from it, 
we get sick. So your body needs grounding just as it needs air and sunshine. But we don't talk enough about it. And I don't talk enough about it. It's really great when these negative charges transfer from the surface of the earth. Just think of that. Jeez. Incredible. So when you put your bare feet on the ground, you absorb large amounts of negative electrons through the soles of your feet. And boy, it's more important than ever because we're just not connecting with the earth anymore. That way we can get rid of our free radical stress. I mean, we have an, we have an antioxidant naturally. And where do we get all this free radicals from? We get it from air pollution, worse than ever. I could talk about the 2.5 micro, micron particles in the air. Wherever you have a lot of 2.5 micron particles in the air, you have a lot of disease. Cigarettes, pesticides, and how many times we talked about, especially about glyphosate and the other genetically modified chemicals that produce all kinds of problems. I was uh, talking with someone today who who is going through a lot of uh, tendon tears, and they play golf, they hunt, uh, not particularly eat organic foods. But glyphosate, you've heard that, Roundup, right? But did you ever connect it with glycine, G-L-Y-C-N-A, which is an amino acid in our bodies? And that's very important in collagen repair. You know, people have, how many people do you know have torn rotator cuffs, torn knee ligaments, back ligaments? Yeah, could it be the glyphosate? Possible. There's a few physicians like Dr. Seneff who thinks it is. So we're exposed to to free radicals from processed foods and radiation. And, you know, we're surrounded by electromagnetic fields. Do you turn your EMF off at night? Do you turn your Wi-Fi printer off at night? Really important. So this is something that's free for most people. Okay. One of the primary health benefits I want to get through to you again is that it is an, it is an antioxidant and can relieve inflammation throughout your body. It squelches the fires of inflammation. Just, uh, just like our, my son's cryosauna here in Florida, cryonables. You know, he, he quelches the fires of inflammation in three minutes with a, a freeze, okay, a nitrogen freeze. Three minutes and people feel good right afterwards, and it lasts for days. And a series of treatments lasts a long time. So, you, you know, we want to get rid of those fires, okay? Grounding. I just do a plug-in for cryonables. And if inflammation is the source of all root illnesses, including Alzheimer's disease, cancer, heart disease, diabetes, and I could go on for another hour, and if you can impact it and stop it in its tracks and be healthier, grounding is one of the methods. And it's free if you're already in Florida, if you're already near the beach. So you'll be supplying your body with electrons. 
Your immune system will be happy. Your neutrophils, a blood type in your body, will be really happy. I'm not going to go deep into this. We'll do a whole show on this with Dr. Sinatra at some point. But grounding may lower your risk of heart disease. And it may protect against this EMF, these electromagnetic fields we're exposed to. And heart disease, ladies and gentlemen, is an inflammatory process. And statins work when they do work, not by lowering cholesterol. Cholesterol is an important hormone of our body. But statins can be anti-inflammatory. I don't say you should take them for that, but that's probably how they work. And not by lowering our cholesterol and our LDL and giving us strokes and Parkinson's and dementia and uh, diabetes. And we've, we've been through this. Okay, and there's lots of studies on grounding. I'm not going to go through that. But just can walk in your bare feet, bare feet. And how about shoes, rubber, plastic, and other synthetic soles on your shoes will insulate you from the earth and therefore insulate you from the benefits of grounding. Traditional leather shoes will not. But you know what? You can go around walking barefoot. In a lot of parts of the world, they still do that. You know, if, if uh, those of us that are older, you know, not only walking barefoot, you know, people used to sleep on the ground. But now, you know, we're more educated and, and wealthier, so we sleep indoors and insulate ourselves from the earth even more. So there are grounding mats and so forth. But, I mean, there, you know, there's something you want to look into. It's almost too simple, really. Almost too simple to believe in. Some people say that grounding or earthing, as it might be called, the human body may be an essential element in the health equation along with sunshine, clean air, water, nutritious food, and physical activity. How about that? So now you've known about grounding. Here I was going to just keep this short and I'm sorry about this, but uh, this is really good, good stuff that nobody's talking about. You know, every year, heart disease kills 647,000 people, year in, year out. Now, look, nobody should die from COVID, but heart disease kills 647,000 people. Lung disease kills 160,000. Uncontrolled hypertension and stroke kills another 146,000. Diabetes kills 83,000. And how many millions suffer cancer, the big C, and other immune and brain disorders. Okay, we have a horrible life expectancy, so we've got to get back to basics. So this is what I'm trying to, to get in, the information I'm trying to get out to you today. You know only four adults in 10 are considered healthy, and over 50% have one chronic disease, and 30% suffer with two or more. Do you know an astonishing 25% of all children have chronic poor health? You know why? Because they have asthma, epilepsy, food allergies, they're obese, they have inflammatory bowel disease, they're autistic, they have autoimmune diseases, they can't eat peanuts, soy, whatever. And, you know, chronic disease is marked by unresolved inflammation. Disease is the number one cause of death and disability in America. 
responsible for $3.5 trillion on, on health care. $3.5 trillion. You want to talk about an epidemic? You put this together with doctors as the third leading cause of death in the United States. We, have, we, we can have a real, you know, these are real epidemics. But who's talking about them? Too much, you know, we're talking about COVID and this, that. All right, it's real. But it's, I don't want to go there, but it's, it's no really worse than the flu because how they've cooked the, cooked the numbers. All right, so I did tell you about the hand sanitizer. I told you about the vitamin D, magnesium, and B12 for COVID. Um, all right, so we're going to end it here, but I want to tell you about the five best anti-aging substances. And one, the number one on my list is melatonin. I'm bringing out melatonin because there's also been some studies coming out about how it can ameliorate the COVID virus, the Chinese virus that came from Wuhan. But melatonin has anti-stress properties, right? That's pretty good to keep your immune system uh, healthy, huh? We just talked about that. But do you know that melatonin has the ability to improve the microstructure of bones and protect the skin? Okay, so you want to stay young? You might want to consider melatonin. And I know you've all heard about curcumin. It's anti-aging. It's antioxidant. It's anti-inflammatory. A lot of people take it for their arthritis. Whichever one you take, please follow the instructions on the label and don't, don't get any that come from China. And remember, curcumin may also lower your risk for cognitive disorders. Now, number three on my list is something that some people will debate me on, but it's on my list, and it's coffee. Because the research has demonstrated that caffeine is a natural compound in coffee and protects against oxidative stress-related skin disease. And it may also protect against Alzheimer's and dementia. I'm not saying that the books are closed, but the research is headed that way. And probiotics, you know, that is keeping the pH of your intestines and your skin, stops it from photoaging, premature aging, helps it with UV, believe it or not, helps the UV radiation. You know, and I have to add another one to this, and that's essential uh, fatty acids, the parent essential oils, PEOs, that we talked about last week. Dr. Peskin brought up a, a really interesting uh, fact. There are no omega-6 in our skin. It's only all omega-3. So if you're taking a lot of marine lipids, you're, you're loading your, your skin up with uh, a lot of oils that can become rancid and cause skin cancer. If you didn't hear that, you should listen to that, Dr. Brian Peskin. Okay. He's on my YouTube channel, too, Doc Ron, on YouTube. You can listen to what he said about the skin and essential fatty oils. So what do, what do you want to avoid? You want to avoid artificial sweeteners, sugar, aluminum. You know, well, be careful of those underarm antiperspirants. Definitely has neurodegenerative properties and brain disorders. And be careful, uh, you know, because, and it's also in vaccines, and we've talked about that. Trans fatty acids, like Dr. Peskin talked about last week. Avoid the canola oils, the vegetable oils, which are all rancid to start with. 
They make you they they make you age. Okay, Mediterranean diet is still the best. Avoid tobacco and a lot of alcohol. Okay. So, ladies and gentlemen, I appreciate you listening. Um, I think next week we will start the transfer of our program to Spreaker, S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R. I don't have everything signed yet, but they want us over there, and they are going to give us an app. So you'll put this app on your phone, and you'll be able to call into the station. You'll be able to listen to it. You'll be able to see all 300. I don't know how many we have now, like 369 episodes all cataloged. We'll see if we can make that happen by uh, next week and then transfer by August. Uh, so that that's really exciting. And uh, this has been good for me. I haven't coughed. The uh, dust has seemed to clear it out of my throat, which is good. So we have a lot of interesting things to talk about in the next couple of weeks. Uh, you know, like Dr. Ross Pelton. Let's see if he can give his book away again. It is really a great book on drug-nutrient interactions. I mean, gosh. Things that, you know, we think about, but then where do you go look it up? You know, one concise area from an expert. And I have a list here. I'm not going to go into it. You wouldn't believe what's in some of these vaccines. And the most for the one of the uh, most critical for me is the aborted female fetuses, which I'm finding out. And I hope to confirm. I can't confirm this yet, but it, it seems that they take them from fetuses that, you know, of course they're unborn, but they still have a beating heart uh, when they take the cells of these fetuses to, to use them in vaccines. I think that's really tragic. And I, uh, I'll see what Dr. Wong has to say about that. So on that note, which is not a good note, but I want to leave you with a good note. Okay. Live your life the best you can be good to someone. Most people are kind. Okay, but if you don't find one, be one. And remember, aging is not a disease. It's a natural process. We're all going to experience it. But if we do it right, our older years can be one of the happiest and most satisfying times of our life. So, ladies and gentlemen, let's do it right. Let's get Freddie, uh, who was, uh, he doesn't want me to give his last name, but he was, uh, he played with B.B. King for years towards the world with B.B. King and he was kind enough to write the music at the beginning of our show and at the end of our show remember we are on Alexa Apple, Apple Podcasts Spotify, Pandora just about any system that carries podcasts are on there so you can uh, look us up today's episode was 25 this year already so end of another month so God bless and be well we'll see you next week Hey everybody, Dr. Ron's finished for the day. I hope you got some good wisdom for what the man had to say. If it's all about good health, he's the man you got to see. He has a lot more answers for you. So tune in next week when the doctor is in the house. Or when the doctor is in the house. Let the doctor know what's bothering you. When the doctor is in the house, doctor is in the house, doctor is in the house. Let the doctor know what's bothering you. I'm sure he can.
can tell you just what to do. The doctor is in the house. The doctor is in the house. Let the doctor know what's bothering you when the doctor is in the house. So if you have a pain, call the doctor. If you have a strain, call the doctor. Let the doctor know what's bothering you when the doctor is in the house. The doctor is in the house. See you next week.